Namaste, and welcome to the Modern Mystic Podcast, where we are exploring the mystical in the mundane and the magic in the present moment, bringing you ancient tools and technologies into modern day living, yoga, mythic, and healing conversations with expert and visionary powerhouses sharing their stories and secrets with you to help you live an inspired life. My name is Kilkenny, and today I wanted to talk about the idea of courage. Collectively, as a country and really as a global society, we have been facing right now in space and time for those who are listening in the future, this epoch of the intense coronavirus wave. And uh, we've been going through it five, six months now. And I've really been contemplating and sitting with this idea of courage. Courage is such an interesting word. I always love that etymology. It comes from the Latin root, core, the official word for heart, core miam. So I love the idea of core and heart because so often in the Western world, at least, we think of this idea and notion of core, like work out your core, like when you're exercising or you're doing yoga or various activities, how strong the core has to be. And though physically this can be the case, the ultimate strength, of course, comes from the heart, the the root of the heart. And I love that linguistically it comes from this latin in our english language of core in french it's care i love the word care in french and this word heart is this real connection to the word courage courage core courage and how when we live from the heart then we can really step into our own courage our own power, our own greatness. E.E. E. Cummings says, the poet I love, one of my favorites, and I love so many writers, but he's definitely one of my top favorites. It takes courage to grow up and become who you really are. And certainly collectively, we're on this precipice right now of who, who we really are, all our infrastructures and various different strictures, economically, politically, um, in the ways of gender identity and in the ways of black lives matters, brown lives matter, women, equality, so many, so many issues right now are really at the forefront, boiling point and dissolution and hopefully shape-shifting into a more sustainable reality, a more unified and collective, cohesive, supportive reality for all beings. And this is what is at the core, uh, the heart of, of what's happening right now. And so many of us facing this time have really also been asked to step up into courage and look at this notion of being brave and what that means and looking at our own fears. There's been you know, a lot of fear, understandably, and trepidation about health. And 
really also this really beautiful when we can pivot and look at the windows of opportunity that have also been created from the dissolution of so many things like our schedules and um, you know that which we thought was consistent in life though those things can bring up anxieties and naturally arrhythmic feelings within our rhythm because our schedules for many people and and ways of being are radically shifted in the same vein it's really been an opportunity to reevaluate and reflect and ask ourselves these questions of who who do I want to be when I grow up because we are continually growing up I remember as a child, my mother had a poster in her bedroom that said, this day is the first day of the rest of your life. And this notion of becoming, like we continually are becoming. And then when we're becoming, we have to ask ourselves, what are we releasing? What do we need un- to unbecome to then become more of and grow up and grow up and grow up and in our society we think so much often like oh being a grown-up is to grow up but in so many mystical and spiritual traditions right the growing up is actually a letting go and appealing away and this regrouping reinvestigating re-evaluating and then a shedding and a conscious letting go the word in yoga for the letting go the offering up of that which no longer serves us is called swaha and there's literally practices where you think of that which you're ready to release whether it's a relationship or a pattern a way of being or way of thinking And you literally mentally picture offering it to the fire of alchemy, offering it to the transformative alchemization power of practices and the universe to take it away from us. And you can visualize like offering, what are you ready to to let go of so you can grow up because the capital G and the capital U and grow up, we're not talking about being a grown up necessarily. We're talking about growing upward and out of who you are so you can become who, as the poet says, you really are at the core of your being, at the core of your heart. So much of our society and our inherent nature, really, as human beings, when we're born, many traditions hold, is that we very naturally look outside ourselves. And in this looking outside ourselves, we're looking for that next relationship or looking for that place to travel to or looking outside of ourselves for that meal or that conversation or whatever it is, whether it can seem really really grandiose in the way of a huge aspiration and goal, or if it's something smaller, but not looking towards ourselves for that fulfillment 
within, that moving away from core, moving away from midline, moving away from center is so much a natural state and a natural conditioning of being human. And then of course our society completely breeds this within our culture, subliminally, not so subliminally, this constant narrative and promise of, oh, seek this, buy this. Consumerism, capitalism is based upon this foundation, right? Keep the consumers and the individuals longing for something outside themselves. And, you know, that forges a very robust economy, but some pretty unhappy individuals. And so, so much of the mystic path is remembering to turn towards the, the core, the cœur, the, in yoga, um, this word courage is often associated with fearlessness. The Sanskrit word is called abhyaya. There's even a position with the hands in yoga we do for the yogi practitioners listening, the abhyaya hridaya, to work with our fear. And I love the translation of Abhyaya Hridaya, often from the tantric perspective, that's a, a style and philosophy of yoga that I've practiced for decades, and is very close to my heart, because it literally translates as not to be without fear, not to be without fear, because fear is not necessarily the opposite to courage, right? To be courageous sometimes is to have fear. In fact, my podcast episode number four with Sianna Sherman, where we talk about the rasas, the key emotions that are gateways to unlock being a really evolved and fully present um, yogi and, and mystic in our life, in our modern day mystical lives that we try to fuse together. Um, that's called working with story, myth, and our emotions. She talks about this ancient technology called the rasas and one of the key rasas is fear and uh she deals and, and you can listen to that episode but when we talk about fear we also talk about the other rasa called vira being heroic the hero energy and this is the the hero the heroine the warrior the warrioress energy of living from the heart. Like when we're the warrior ass, the warrior, we are connected to our core. We're connected to the heart of who we are. And really sometimes working with our fears is being courageous. Listening to what our fears have to tell us and guide us is the courageous act. And yet sometimes it's fear and who cares. I know there's a beautiful story of uh, uh, some friends of a friend who unfortunately left their body during 9-11 and he was one of the people on the airplane that they purposefully crashed after they took it over from the terrorists you know, into the, the ground knowing it was going to the, the Pentagon. And when they went to his workplace later, he had a little sticky on his desk and it said fear who cares and people who knew him said he was actually in active practice with his fear and that was his mantra his mind tool at the time that he was engaging with in life and so how incredible that he took 
that and, and really became a hero and saved many lives with that practice of fear, who cares? So sometimes it's like we have fear, abhyaya hridaya, not, not to be without fear, but then who cares? We, we do it anyway. And then there are other times where it's that sitting down with a cup of tea with our fears, and that's the courageous act. So many of us have been asked during this quarantine epoch and corona time to really look at our fears, our fears around money, our fears around career, our fears of actually spending a lot of time with the people we love or our fears around the relationships that we're not getting to tend to and be present with in real time because of the the parameters that we've had to put into place to keep people safe. Of course, fear with our health. And so the growing up, so to speak, is really how do we cultivate courage? How do we cultivate in each moment living fully from the heart and what does that mean for you? What does that mean for each one of us in any given moment? So courage is a practice. Sometimes we think as courage, standing up and speaking out. And certainly that is so important. Other times it might be actually the opposite when you feel that urge, but then you realize the person that you're speaking to, that wouldn't serve the situation and holding back. So we all have different personalities and tendencies towards perhaps one or the other of that specific example. And yet sometimes more of the opposite of our personality's tendency might actually be more supportive and courageous, take courage to actually bite one's lip and knowing that that is not going to support a situation or necessarily enhance a situation or even serve really the reality and truth of your heart. So it's so interesting to think about courage. And the Wizard of Oz has the character, of course, the lion or sometimes the embodied lioness, right? That is the animal of courage. And the archetype in our Western world, in the yoga world, courage is often symbolized similarly by a lion and or a tiger, there's an archetype and goddess energy that's so beautiful and primal and powerful named Durga. And an aspect of Durga lives in each one of our hearts, our kurs. And she rides a tiger that's called her Vahana, her vehicle. Or sometimes she's depicted as riding a lion, lioness. And she literally is the energy that often goes into battle and when no one else can fight the demons and the destruction and devastation of what's going on at a particular moment in various tales and stories her energy is ultimately the energy that quote-unquote saves the day and actually restores harmony restores balance restores light and so her energy that is you is this energy of courage, of the abhyaya hridayam, of the working with fear so we can step into the deepest courage of who we are, the deepest vira, the deepest warrioress, the deepest warrior. And 
that really means moving towards ourselves. So often, especially at heightened times as we're facing right now, and really any point in life and time, these aspects of life are are really present of the anxieties, of the depressions, and a practice of the mystic is really being present to those feelings. Often when the anxiety comes, anxiety is almost like a drone or when we get into the hyper, some of us, relentless state of vigilance and it's a hovering over ourselves, less being in our bodies, less being fully present in our sensations and in our senses and more the hovering over ourselves and of course that can some of us lead to dissociation right there's such a pulling up 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 and away and away from center away from core and so practices that help us bring us back to midline bring us back to the core of our hearts of ourselves and our bodies from up floating anxiously high above down into ourselves into ourselves practicing pulling ourselves into ourselves is such a courageous act we have so many ways that we soothe ourselves as a society that are not productive that actually in the long run take us away from ourselves they might give us short fixes but in the long run they can take us away from ourselves and i encourage every person to make a little list of if they feel anxious what are three to five simple things that you can do to help you from that hypervigilant, snappy, maybe anger, floating, hovering above in that neurotic, intense kind of way that pull you back into your body sweetly that serve you. Sometimes we feel like we need to, you know, change the the big relationship in our life or houses or where we live or careers and really like a huge vat of water can actually be the thing that we need so that's like definitely one of the things on my list so what what's on your list I'd encourage you to make a list because often when we get into those states where we're far away from our core and ourselves and our hearts and really then we get away from our courage our courage to feel into ourselves we can't even muster or find that pathway of courage back to ourselves because we hover and get so far away yeah and sometimes the littlest things those little acts this is the embodiment and wisdom of the mystic the little things often are the big things that can take us back to our courageous self sometimes when we're grappling with depression And I think of that as the opposite, like the imploding, feeling like the earth is going to swallow us down as we slowly ourselves start to disappear, like in a gradation of gray, down, 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 almost till we erase ourselves, right? There are 
another, it's another aspect of pulling away from ourselves, but a different direction and different people, of course, have different tendencies towards one or the other. And they, these aspects actually live very close on the psychological continuum, um, as neighbors. So they can seem in my mind, I know in my experience, they feel far away, but actually the more I've thought about and contemplated those feelings within myself, I felt the truth of that, that actually they are friends, they are neighbors, and they can feed into one another. And of course, some people experience heightened symptoms of both at the same time. And so when we're feeling the depression, you know, I'd invite you to write down a few things. If you have those feelings that take you far away from self and far away from center or your core, what are three to five things that help you with that, that help in my mind and my experience bring you back up. So whether it's getting yourself in a hammock, can, again, the little things are the big things and you know, f- swinging and helping yourself float a little bit could be on your list, floating in water. So those are contemplations during challenging times but the courageous person whether in crisis collectively individually does not forsake oneself one's heart each one of us in any given moment can be in alignment with the core values and feeling within our own self and this is truly this act of the vera the hero the heroine This is truly being with the fearless heart, one who is willing to be fearless enough to not not have fear, but to be present with whatever is going on inside them fully and to keep practicing moving towards oneself. Because when we feel like those things and experiences and feelings, big feelings that aren't really huge emergencies always, but they can feel like it, can we turn them back to ourselves? When we have the obsessive thoughts about the person outside of ourselves or the meal or the destination or the life we want outside our own current life in a way that actually is compulsive and not returning ourselves back to ourselves, then this is the, the pitfall and the trapping of being human and when we are less and not really being steeped in our courage. So being present and really moving towards as many moments as possible. People and practices and ultimately it's an inside job the thoughts that keep returning you and delivering you back to yourself. That's your heart. Back to yourself, the self with the capital S, the great self that many mystical paths talk about. The great self that is filled with courage, that is filled with all the emotions and the feelings the rasas, the qualities of being human, and then uses those qualities to take oneself beneath those qualities deeper and deeper as gateways and pathways into the center of your sovereign self heart.
So this is the courage I wish for you all. As many moments as possible. As many seconds as you can muster. Keep staying. Be vigilant with practices and thoughts. Practice thinking things that keep returning yourself back to you. Not the fantasies, but the you, the now, the here, the reality and the experience as you yourself in your life. And when we're really rooted to that midline, that through line, that plumb line that is a complete accessing portal to who we are and our courage can flow through that, then this connection is what then helps us manifest that life of our dreams, that amazing way that we want to serve the world, that amazingly rich relationship or job or relationship even with self. So return to yourself, return to your core again and again, feel in the present moment, pay attention to if you're being pulled by all the centrifugal forces in your mind into the world of fantasia and outward, outward seeking, seeking, looking, or is that seeking and looking and turning in a focus on you and the way that you feel in your body right now, the way that you are showing up in your life and in turn the world right now, because the world needs you and the world needs you anchored to your courage and fastened to your heart. If we were living in a world and we all could do this, be so anchored to the center of our hearts, we would rise up in numbers with courage and literally very quickly make and create a whole entire new world that would love and show compassion for and egalitarianly treat all of our brothers and sisters, all of humanity, right? Because that heart is really, that human heart is really here to do just this if we create it. And as the great yoga adage says, when you're in your heart and my self, I am in my heart, then we are together. So I invite you now to take your hands on your own heart if you're not driving or doing something that that wouldn't be safe for you. If you are, you could simply just feel into your own heart. And you're welcome if it's safe to close the eyes. And feel into first the source of your own suffering. Feel your heart as a source of contraction. Notice if there's any feeling of separation, disconnection, 
if it's safe to do so. And take a deep breath in and a smooth breath out. And then breathe in your heart, feeling as you press your heart into your hand and your hand and your heart that right here is the abode of the center of the center of your spirit, your soul. Breathe that in. Breathe in your heart and now breathe out your thoughts. Do that a couple more times. Breathe in your heart and breathe out your thoughts. Now breathe in wholeness and breathe out any fractured parts of you. Breathe in wholeness and breathe out any fractured parts of you. Now breathe in awareness and breathe out ignorance. Breathe in awareness. I breathe out ignorance. I breathe in peace. And now I breathe out unrest. So breathe in peace. Breathe out unrest. Breathe in healing, breathe out suffering. Breathe in healing, breathe out suffering. Now breathe in contentment and breathe out agitation. Breathe in contentment and breathe out agitation. Breathe in calm and breathe out overwhelm. Breathe in calm and breathe out overwhelm. Breathe in a smile and breathe out a grimace. Dare to breathe in a little smile. Breathe out a grimace. Breathe in joy. Breathe out sorrow. 
Breathe in joy. Breathe out sorrow. Breathe in love. Breathe out anger. Breathe in love. Breathe out anger. Breathe in compassion. Breathe out fear. Breathe in compassion. Breathe out fear. Breathe in courage. Breathe out love. Breathe in courage. Breathe out love. Breathe in courage. Breathe out love. Feel yourself connected to the hub heart that is you at your essence. Feel when you're connected to your heart how much more you have for yourself more love and how much more you have for others. So I wish you more and more connection. I wish you more and more courage to continue to forge this path of courage. For as the poet says, it takes courage to grow up and become who you really are are and you are peace and you are power and you are love and you are courageous and you can do it so keep bringing yourself and delivering yourself so sweetly so compassionately so fill in the blank in whatever way that you want to back to yourself, practicing staying in the now, practicing being in the present moment, practicing feeling into yourself as you are and life as it is so you don't miss the moments of your life, but you courageously live them. Namaste. Thank you for taking these words in. I hope they ground, inform, and inspire you on your journey of the mystic path. If you like what you heard, please write me a review on whichever platform you are listening. Also, check out my exciting Patreon page at patreon.com slash modernmysticlove, where I offer all sorts of uplifting yoga classes, meditation classes, and other amazing offerings from my guests on this podcast to all my incredible supporters. Even folks who donate at the $5 a month level are so appreciated as every cent helps this busy mama of three. Or check out my website, modernmystic.love, 
where you can purchase yoga videos of all levels with me ranging from gentle yoga up through advanced asana and also meditation videos there. Keep on meeting the present moment where the magic lives, one breath at a time. Namaste.